With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another episode of What's Up Belly Up. I'm your host, Mike Brown, here with my handy dandy sidekick co-host, the old Zach Mech. What's up, Zach? What's up, man? Multitasking, watching some hockey right now. A lot of good games tonight. Yeah, yeah. I see you rocking that Flyers hat. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's kind of like we were talking earlier today, kind of a an off day in sports, maybe an off week in sports. There is kind of a, a lot of random topics going on. Obviously, the big topic, uh, the coronavirus, uh, the Ivy League canceling their basketball tournament, we'll touch on. Uh, same thing with the NHL, NBA, you know, are they going to end up playing a bunch, in front of a bunch of, uh, you know, empty stadiums and, and now to the point where, you know, the press isn't allowed in the uh, the locker rooms and stuff like that. Um, but I want to start somewhere that is extremely odd, extremely off the, off the charts. This is more so something that Kyrie Irving would would do. Uh, but it's fitting that it, it, it involves Kyrie. It, it, for those of you that uh, have been paying attention, Doug Gottlieb came out today. I think it was today. And just went on this whole spiel about Kyrie and and how Boston can make a run and yada, yada, yada. And, and Kyrie's the focal point and, and what he has to do. And, uh, again, for those of you that maybe weren't paying attention or, or don't know, Kyrie does not play for the Boston Celtics. So, so here's a guy that I'm sure makes millions and millions of dollars, does this for a career. Uh, it, it'll be interesting. I, I haven't heard if, if Gottlieb has, have, has even come out and said anything. I haven't followed any of his social media or anything like that to see if he's made a mistake or, or what the whole point was behind it. But uh, you you saw a little bit of it. What's your take? Obviously, uh, myself as well. We're not big basketball guys, but this is sports. This is you know, this is like anybody saying, you know, the same thing with hockey. Like, you know, this guy just going on. I mean, just that's like pretty much saying Lemieux, you know, plot with the with the Penguins right now can really push them. Make a run. <laughs> you know, you know, what's your what's your take on that? Uh, did you really get into it? Did you see it? Or I mean, where in the mind of sports does somebody making millions of dollars make this mistake? Yeah. So I was just checking. I was just looking up to see if he had said anything. It doesn't look like it. I'm not even sure. Like. There's not a whole lot of coverage on me yet, so I'm like, it says it was from today, but I'm not, it doesn't look like he made a statement or anything. It does make you wonder, like, how does, how does he get paid to do this? How does he not know that? Like, I, it's just got to be a brain fart. Like, I, people are giving him a lot of crap. I, he just made a mistake. I, it's just such, it's such a bad one. Like, that you just, like, like Kevin Durant will be back for the Warriors this year, like, and they'll be fine. Like, that's like what he said. That's 
but that's that's the thing is it's such a bad mistake it almost feels like there has to be something behind it like it was intentional yeah do you think he's that kind of guy that he could pull that off well i don't know i mean i mean he's i mean this is like the epitome of like a you know, a publicity stunt, you know, I mean, these guys don't necessarily have to do that because that's their job day to day. They're, they're report sporting news. But, but to me, this is such a big flub. Like you said, that's the same thing is like you, you said, you know, uh, uh, you know, the uh, golden state warriors are, are waiting for uh, uh, KD to come back to make a run. You know, th- that's the same kind of flub. Like how, how do you mess that up when this is your job to cover sports that's why, to me, there's there's got to be something behind it. Maybe we're we're making too too big of a deal about this being a, a small media company, as opposed to the big companies that haven't come out come out and really crucified the guy about it, or even his own company. So so it's kind of odd. Just just something to touch on. I just thought we'd throw it in there, but but really weird. If you guys haven't seen it, you know, check out his. I mean, he, he I think he posted on his Twitter too, or or whatever. But but just in general, just a, a really odd. Uh, situation we'll see what comes of it if nothing then hey we're just talking about you know nonsense but i bet it is it's probably just a way to get yeah it's just a way to get more people to some some kind of a ride yeah i don't know but but either way that's that's that small blip on our radar did catch our attention but but regardless um staying kind of with basketball i want to slide into this i don't know how much you've been following it uh, it's been kind of here, there. I think it's kind of been going on for a while, but it's really, I wouldn't say boiling over because it's its not like it's happening on the court. But Charles Barkley versus Draymond Green, this, this whole whatever you want to call it, um, you know, calling each other, taking shots at each other. You know, I, I find it very fitting because, uh, you know, if you're, a, if you're a team, I could see a lot of people – wanting Draymond in their locker room on their team. You're a Michigan State guy. I don't know if because you're a Michigan State guy, you really liked him coming off the court for Michigan State going to, to Golden State, or you just think this is kind of the, the banter back and forth, you know, between these two, if it's, if it's uh, you know, warranted. Because to me, you're talking Charles Barkley, who's a Hall of Famer, uh, you know, done, done his time. Now he's a, a great analyst. Who knows what's going to happen to Draymond? But uh, but then you got Draymond, who is uh, a career. Not he doesn't even score double figures. Averages about six uh, six seven rebounds a game. You know, does he have a leg to stand on to, to banter back and forth with Charles Barkley? Or do you even know how this, this started? Uh, yeah, it's just you know two two guys with a reputation of trash talking. It's not like it's not something you're like I saw this coming. But you're like, hey, if these two guys are trash talking, you're like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. I. I'm taking Charles Barkley's side in the in the beef. I think he owned Draymond Green. And I, to answer your question, I don't care. I like Draymond Green when he's at Michigan State. Obviously, I'm a Michigan State fan. Um, I don't care about guys when they're in the pros where they went to college. Uh, so I didn't. I was never a Draymond Green fan as a professional on the Warriors. And I think, you know, Charles Barkley said it. He's just riding coattails. He's a guy nobody cares about. I mean, he's awful. Look at him now. He's awful. <laughs> It just – it is very – I mean, he, he it was the perfect situation for him to be surrounded by Clay, uh, even Katie at the time, uh, you know, and, and Steph because, you know, he's a body, can go down low. Uh, you know, he's not – he doesn't have a huge post game, but but he can rebound, you know, do things here and there. He, he's a scrappy player uh, when, when other people are facilitating. Now they don't have anybody, so 
he can't be the focal point of the offense. And, and if he is, it's just there's no there's no leverage for him. There's nobody. There's no help. Not that he's like like you said. You know, he's just. I wouldn't say he's a bum. He's he's a scrappy guy. He's got a place in the league. But I think, and this is really weird, is you know uh, the Morris twins. It's almost like he's falling into the 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 realm of being a poor man Morris twin. Yeah, you talk about uh, the Morris twins. You know, one was with the Pistons for a little bit, and then actually both were at the, were the Pistons for a little bit. But uh, you know, they're always those scrappy guys. But I, I feel like those guys can, I guess Draymond too, but but, but go out and put up some points. Uh, but I feel like they do it more than more than Draymond, and they're more so under the radar where. Because Draymond's got a few rings, you know, w- with uh, the Warriors, you know, I feel like he's more in the headlines and and all that spat with KD and stuff like that. To me, I, I mean, I don't care. I mean, Barkley, it's funny. Barkley kills me. I love Barkley and Shaq on, you know, watching those two go back and forth. Uh, but to, to have Barkley and Draymond go at it, I mean, it is what it is, whatever. So, I mean, uh, y- any more thoughts on that? I like I said, I, I knew you were a, you're a Michigan State guy, but but that's cool. Like you said, you don't care. I, I think most people, when they go to the pros, you know, you look at your team, you don't care where they're from. Yeah, I just – yeah, it, it's just fun. The, – because the funny part about it is he brought up the rings, and he's like, he can't sit at this table with no rings. Like, you know, everybody knows he <laughs> wasn't the reason for those rings. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just – they're but, just shit talking. But anyways, that, that gives you a – the uh, the amount of useless uh, NBA knowledge that we have. We talk about Doug Gottlieb and uh, Barkley versus Draymond while <laughs> there are uh, basketball games going on day in and day out, and we don't even talk about those. But uh, moving on, probably to the hottest topic, probably every sporting outlet has covered it. Uh, I don't think we've really covered it because how do you cover it without understanding or knowing? We had a uh, debate in in the company chat today, which I love seeing those go through uh, because they are uh, full of useless knowledge and, and people's mm-hmm. opinions, no matter one way or another, what, what side you stand on. But the coronavirus obviously is is hitting. Uh, it has hit. Um, someone made a good point when I compared it to the flu. Uh, you know, the flu has killed thousands and thousands and thousands more, but uh, the flu is, I guess, not guaranteed to kill, where at this point it feels like, Everybody that has had the coronavirus for a certain amount of time ha- has died. Um, this is, you know, getting to the point where the Ivy League just canceled their basketball tournament today. Um, you know, we're talking about the NHL, NBA, uh, possibly playing in front of empty stadiums. Uh, there's no press allowed in the locker rooms at this point. Um, you know, I saw LeBron came out today and said that, you know, he pretty much said that, you know, he doesn't want to not have to play in, in front of a crowd. Obviously, no athlete's going to want to do that. But he said he'd be open to the open to the idea if if it needed to be. It's funny coming from him. Like all of a sudden, like like who's he to make the decision just because he's LeBron James? But but uh, here nor there. I mean, what what's your your take on it? I mean, you can go as balls to the wall as you want. Um, you know, neither of us have a medical background. We can talk about it all day long. We can give our opinions. <laughs> uh, we don't know a lot about it. But uh, but for for NHL for you. I mean, obviously, every sporting event. I mean, I've even seen concerts now uh, being canceled. They're talking about, uh, you know, uh, uh, St. Patty's Day parades being canceled. These are out, outdoor events. But, but what's your thought on this? I think pre- a lot of people are in the same boat. They don't want to see this happen, empty stadiums. But, 
is there a real panic? Is there a level of concern? Um, you know, I don't know. As a has Tennessee, do they have? Are they one of the states that actually has one? Because I know Michigan. I don't. You know, Ohio. I'm not sure if they. I know Michigan hasn't had one. I haven't even heard about Ohio. But is there a level of panic? Maybe you personally, or do you just looking from the outside out, outside in? You know, is this a media thing? Obviously, there's severity. People are dying, but but is it something like this? You know, I I'm not worried. Okay, so I'm not worried about comparing it to the flu and stuff like that. I see all that going on, on Twitter. Listen, I've lived through it's every election year. There's I've lived through swine flu yeah, pandemics like four times. Yeah, I've mumps swept through. I think once or twice. I don't know. I've lived through them all. I'm not worried about it. I, it doesn't seem like it's seems like it's overblown a little bit in the media, but that's just that's the media's job. That's what they're gonna do. Better safe than sorry at the end of the day. But like you mentioned, I think you know playing in empty stadiums, especially if some are and some aren't. That's going to be weird. It's going to be weird for watching it. It's going to be weird for the players going from an empty stadium to a full stadium, back to an empty stadium, if that's the kind of thing that's going on. Uh, I'm also wondering, like, are stadiums going to lose money from this? Like, it seems like a lot of money that they're yeah, – Absolutely. That's going to affect economies. Yeah, it just seems like – you know, I don't you're, know. You're talking yeah. – and, and you kind of talked, Sean, is, uh, you know, this is an election year. Again, neither of us have any – backing in electoral parties or anything like that. But it seems like every election year, something happens, you know, one way or another. And, uh, you know, I can't say here nor there, but, but obviously we know the severity of it. We know it, it's taking lives. So there is a serious risk, but like you said, the media, it's their job. That's what they do. But I mean, is, you know, is there a concern of this, this nature? Maybe, I mean, 26 people have, you know, have died from or have contracted. I don't even know at this point, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, it's just, it, it is a real concern, but like you said, you know, I mean, it would be weird to have, uh, I mean, for hockey example, because that, that would pretty much essentially wipe out hockey the rest of the year, depending on how it goes about, because those are all indoor stadiums. Uh, the winter classic, obviously, you know, that kind of stuff comes and goes. Uh, but, but how does that work? You know, if you're talking, I mean, same thing with basketball, obviously, um, you know, it, it's very, it's very catch 22, I guess. Again, I'm not taking uh, anything away from it. Not, not trying to say, uh, you know, it's light or trying to shine light on it one way or another, but, but seeing people debate it, go on about it, try to talk about it that don't really know. And, and we're talking about it obviously, but it's more so from the sports side of things, you know, uh, it is, it is a serious pandemic i guess whatever i'm probably not even using that word so you can uh you can bail me out here but uh at this point i just feel like uh yeah i mean something to be concerned about but i think uh at this point it's uh it's not as big as we are making it don't get me wrong i don't know but uh that's my take on it kind of in the same boat as you we talked about it today with a bunch of people but uh but yeah you know that that shows uh, just how much we rambled on about these uh, past three co- topics, and uh, we have a whole fifteen minutes of uh, podcast at this point. That's how that's how busy the uh, sports world is uh, <laughs> at this point. Uh. So, uh, but yeah, no, but you know, we we can always, uh, you know, we can always resort back to the old uh, Detroit sports. You know, you, you got anything to talk about there? <laughs> well, I 
I was asking if you were paying attention to spring training because I haven't. I mean, I get it. I get score updates. I see the Tigers are winning games, which I know it doesn't matter. Cabrera hit a bomb. I saw that. Oh, they're, they're, yes, they're they're seven and eight right now. Um, every game that they win, they win like fifteen to fourteen, and every game they lose, they lose like one to nineteen. So uh, I check. I checked earlier. I think their ERA for the spring so far is six point four five. Jesus. And uh, they have one guy on the team leading the league in batting average, home runs, and RBIs, and it's a guy I've never heard of. So, so that bodes well. But but I do hear reports coming from camp that uh, Miggy came. He's he's in good shape. He's lost some weight. Um, he's swinging the uh, at the ball well. Like you said, he's he's got three bombs now. Um, really, I can't believe we're talking about baseball. You know, at, at this point, but uh, you know. It's not like we're going to talk about the Red Wings or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I followed them a little. I haven't watched any games, but it'll be interesting because we're at that point where two, three years from now we may be okay. It sounds like we, we went from one of the worst uh, farm systems in the Dabrowski years to possibly the uh, top five farm system now. So so when I used to live close to Toledo, it was nice. We were kind of spoiled going to Toledo and uh, being able to go to that venue, but at the time it was Dombrowski's year, so the team was absolutely putrid. There was no farm system whatsoever. So the only time we really went was when they sent somebody down. But, uh, but yeah, looking forward to baseball, at least the start of the season. Uh, obviously, I know you're the big hockey guy. Everybody knows that. Uh, how Do you get Wings games, or do you have the NHL League Pass, or what do you have out there? Yeah, it's NHL.TV. It's, I have – the only games I can't watch know. are Predators games because I live in Tennessee, which is good because I hate the Predators. So, so this black. So uh, essentially, uh, obviously having a, a soft spot for Detroit. Do you do you keep an eye on them every game, whether you watch them or not, or check the stats? I know you pretty much pop in on almost every game. You know, you lately you've had a game of the week and stuff like that. I know the uh, Wings have never made it to that game of that week, <laughs> nor do I think they ever should. But. Uh, but, you know, do you pop in on them and, and kind of keep tabs on them every week? Uh, I'll typically watch the Red Wings. I started not – probably, I'd say, about a week or two weeks ago um, when the playoff push started heating up and I would start watching other games to add more – just in favor – like if they were playing at the same time as the Wings. Um, but I'll always turn the Wings on for the only game on, obviously. And uh, I, t- I tuned into them quite a bit. They're not uh, They're not good, man. I mean, they don't they, – they look like they're – I don't know, because they don't look, like, scared or anything out there, but it's just – I understand the future is what we're looking forward to, but they just look overmatched all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's – and I feel like we – like we actually talked about this last week, and, and I want to get your take, too, uh, from last week till now, but, but I feel like we're in that transition period. Obviously, we've talked about it. We went from having those uh, veteran leadership teams to now we've got some young – kids and, and these kids are small They're, we've got a lot of skilled players I, i'm not sure because uh this this tells you and forgive me this tells you how long i've actually did erickson just re- recently retire or has he been gone he's, he went down to the ahl at some point i think he's back up now because we've or, okay i thought he was talking about retirement i i don't know either way awful. He needs but, to uh, retire. but yeah I, well i mean all those guys I, I feel like any of those veterans that were relevant years ago like like now we're talking about uh you know, Darren Helm, and I don't even know if Applicator is still there and all those yeah, guys. Worthless. That's, just how That's what my jersey is, Applicator. They, they were they were the, the promise of the league, and now they're 
the veterans of the team with uh, a bunch of kids like Larkin. And I mean, even the, you know, the first round pick from this past year, but these are small skilled players that are going to take a while to come into their own. So, so like I said, we, we talked a little hockey last week. Uh, I'm not sure much has changed in a week, but since we talked last week, you had a few, maybe dark horses. You had a few teams that are on the bubble, a few teams that you said, you know, they'll probably run through it. Are you still, uh, you still looking at Boston? Like they have a pretty good chance. I think so. I mean, they're playing Philly right now. Philly is one of my dark horse teams, and this is obviously a huge game. If Philly can win this, they're at home, so they they beat Boston in their previous two meetings this year. So they're two, they're trying to make a clean sweep. They only played each other three times, but uh, Boston, I still see, I just I see them getting to the conference finals so easily. But if the playoffs are anything like last year, it could be who knows. So I, a lot of teams at the bottom of the East are heating up that could. I don't know. I, it doesn't seem like anyone matches up well enough against Boston. No matter how hot they are, I just I, I think Boston goes out of the East. I don't want to say. I think maybe they get beat by Pittsburgh in the Eastern Conference Finals, which would be nice. I don't like either team, but I'd take Pittsburgh over Boston. So you think you think Pittsburgh's back at that level to where they can really compete? Yeah, they dealt with a lot of injuries early on in the season, but they're healthy. They haven't been playing well lately, but. I think with their uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Expertise, I guess, their experience with Malkin and Crosby in the playoffs, I, I think that's going to do them one. Yeah, you just, I think those two guys in, in general are, uh, you know, a, a shoe in you, you got those guys that are healthy. They, they, uh, they definitely uh, translate to some wins, obviously. So uh, another thing you're talking about, obviously, Philly. Um, you know, I, I really – I'm really hoping for the sake of KJ that he goes to work tomorrow and Philly wins and his, uh, <laughs> you know, we had this whole thing about KJ and getting the dude in yet uh, on our show and, and KJ chirped back saying that, uh, oh, you know, I don't have anybody next to me because I got the corner office or whatever, like Mr. Mm-hmm. Big Shot over here, you know. So, so uh, how, I guess, and, I, and maybe this is better a question for him, but I know you and KJ obviously from Puck Pass are very close. How did he, where does the, the Pittsburgh roots come from. Uh, it doesn't have, he just likes Sidney Crosby. I, I don't know how, like how you pick of all people, Sidney Crosby to like. I, I don't either. I don't understand it because obviously I grew up hating Crosby, but I, I guess I, Crosby's great. Well, yeah, so, we I mean, talked I, about this last week. I guess he just, he likes greatness. I can't fault him for it, but he just picked the wrong greatness. That's all. This, this is how far we've come this week. And, and to reiterate how bad it is for the week of sports, we are talking about the same things we talked about last week. We're bringing up KJ. Um, we're really, uh, yeah, it's falling off the rails at this point. So maybe maybe we, uh, you know, you know I even got my Pocock Pass guy here uh, talking hockey, and it's just like, you know, I just feel like we're going around in circles about the same shit. <laughs> Playoffs are about to heat up, man. It's about to change. If we even have them, man, they yeah, might even get a March Madness at this that point. Stagnant period, yeah. Oh yeah, God, I've heard everything. But so I guess let, let's turn it over quick before we end. Then um, I know this is kind of unscripted, but you got anything kind of a round table? Anything you want to bring up, sports related, non sports related? Anything going on? Anything maybe you want to plug? Uh, just anything in general outside the the, the realm? Like I said. Uh, not a lot going on sports right now, but anything going on uh, with you, things you're following, watching no, The Bachelor I mean, or something? 
No, I'm not watching The Bachelor. I watched Love is Blind. Did you watch Love is Blind? Oh, no. I, I've heard of it. I think I've tuned into a few shows, but no. <laughs> oh okay, I'll tell you right now. My, my my guilty pleasure is the real world. Or, well, I guess it's called The Challenge now. It used to be a real world road rules challenge on MTV. That's my guilty pleasure. I will watch every episode, and what I'm a it? geek, and I will. It's essentially all these cast members from the real world road rules from MTV from all those challenges. And they just go head to head. Now it's actually the U S versus the UK or something like that. I don't know. What did it's they do? Start- I've never heard of this. But it, it's like, uh, it's just challenges. They, like what they do challenge? like what the, they go to the end of a rainbow. Like what the, yeah, you know they they look for the lucky charms, the pot of gold, and stuff like that. But yeah, no, whatever, whatever. Uh, they it's it's skills challenging. It's it's mental. They do puzzles. They do head to head competitions. It, it, it's it's people that don't like each other that live in a a million dollar home or a couple million dollar mansion. They get anything catered to them, and they get drunk and want to beat each other up all day long. It's just must see TV. What is this? What is it called again? <laughs> It's, it's called The Challenge, and it's on MTV. I think it starts back up uh, next week, next Wednesday. I only do streaming services, dude. Do they have it on Netflix? Yeah, but, like, not live, obviously. Okay. I mean, it'll be, like, you can get the app or something like that, whatever. But either way, I just I just kind of I just kind of chirped in. So, uh, <laughs> you got anything to add? Uh, no, man. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, shout out, shout out to XFL. They lost, I think, to Yeah, yes. Yes, you brought that up, yes. But, halfway uh, point, I think. Aren't we aren't we at halfway yeah, point I or think something so. like that? I think so. And the playoffs are in April. So that'll be next month. I man, I like the I like the Battlehawks. They're gonna figure it out. They're I think they're three and two. No, two and two and two. I don't know, man. I don't even know, but so 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 have you been following XFL quite a bit? I just watch it when I can. What do you think? Did you? I'm, I'm sure you maybe saw on Twitter at least. Okay, so as far as XFL, these guys, have you seen the the beer snake in the crowd? Yeah, I saw that. Yep. Like, I feel like it goes from the bottom of the stadium to the top of the stadium. Like, this is unbelievable. And now you've got the the commissioner of the XFL. Uh, well, whatever their their beer cups are, and then the commissioner had a plastic cup, and he placed the last cup. <laughs> on it during live TV, and they feel literally the XFL is everything that the NFL has never been, and that is what whether the athletes are good or not, it, it's must see TV. Uh, that's what people will tune into. I mean, to me, I feel the XFL isn't going anywhere. How, how do you feel? Yeah, I think it's. I think they're doing a good job of stuff like that, like you just mentioned. They're not. They don't care about censoring it to you know if there's young kids watching. They don't care about any of that. They. I mean, they do. They do as best they can. They're not like openly cussing and stuff like that but you get my point and it, i i think they're doing a good job with it i think they've got their identity i think they're around to stay i don't want them to go away like they did last time i mean they're sure as hell better than the aaf that was garbage yeah it's crazy how how quickly something like that was just dissolved you know and the same concept you know you know is is vince mcmahon really that that much of a marketing genius or not even marketing, but to see that much of a, a businessman that he can put this into place and, and really appeal to everybody. I think at this point he's doing a great job, which it, it kind of brings it a full circle. You know, I say, 
Yes, and, and I feel like if the corona if the coronavirus hits one of those stadiums, Vince McMahon would be the type of person that would just say, "Screw you guys! If you're not letting me play here, I'm gonna take these my teams, and we're gonna play whatever stadium's open right now." <laughs> I bet he would do that. But uh, but yes, uh, I I I apologize on uh, the behalf of myself and Zach Mack for this episode. We're uh, rambling on. Sometimes you know you find a, a sweet spot here and there. Sometimes you don't. But but the the sports world let us down this week. There, there's not much going on. Uh, love the XFL. Love NHL. We're just kind of in that point where, like like Zach said, we're waiting for the playoffs to start. There may be a few teams that want to squeak in for the NHL, but. Not a whole lot going on. You know, NBA is in full swing, and we didn't talk about a single uh, team. We just talked about the the nonsense surrounding the NBA. Yeah, we can only ramble about the playoff push for so long, you know. But, but either, yeah, especially when you, you guys will record three times a week for Puck Puck Pass, you probably get on here and you're like, damn it, dude, I just talked about this stuff. <laughs> Plus, we only got a half hour here, you know. We're just we're just chilling. Talk about the yeah, you know, Next week, maybe we should just – yeah, next week we should just probably just open it straight up with roundtable and just go off the cuff with whatever we got. So <laughs> we'll just call it the roundtable for now. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Just scratch anything about uh, what's up, belly up, and it'll just be <laughs> belly up roundtable because we'll just throw whatever we can at the wall and see if it sticks. So, but anyways, rather than rambling on uh, more than a half an hour of your life, uh, Zach, I feel sorry for. Uh, wasting a half an hour of your life at least you were able to sit here with me and i got to look at your uh, your 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 flowing locks unfortunately the uh, the viewers can't see that right now but if only they could the locks are they're, they're looking good but uh but appreciate as always you you joining me tonight so uh on behalf of myself and my man here zach mack from puck puck pass uh we appreciate you guys tuning in and uh if you made it to this point uh, if you've made it to this point and you hear this point, uh, send me a DM at mbrownoh21 because I, I'm really impressed with you and I, I have something. <laughs> if you've made it to this point, at mbrownoh21, send me a DM. You listen, let me know that you listen to the show all the way through. Obviously, you're you're only going to hear this if you listen to it, and, and I've got something special for you. So, so again, uh, uh, myself, Zach Mack, we appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys have a nice night, and we will see you next week. Wash your fucking hands. I never realized I was bad too thin. Till it was too late, and I was here to